0: So I ain't been hollering at nobody. Don't be trying to come from my throat now. The Lord is really coming from my throat. This ain't even the enemy. This is all about me. He's been working on my tone. He's been working on how I articulate myself and how I present myself. And sometimes I just be wanting to go off. You are now listening to Disciples in Progress, where believers in Christ renew their lives. Join the DIP community weekly as you learn about new ways of implementing God's Word for practical use in your everyday life. Without further ado, now introducing your host and fellowship friend, Tamika Gray. Hello, hello, hello. You are now listening to Disciples in Progress. And this is episode number 27. This episode is titled Knowing the Tools and Weapons God Gives You for Your Protection. All right, y'all. So I know y'all can already hear my voice sounds terrible. It sounds terrible, guys. And the reason why it sounds terrible is because your girl's been hollering, okay? She be going on these long rants. Hooping and hollering, acting a little ratchet, that's not animated. When you holler in the way that I holler, (laughs) it's not animation. That is just being pure ratchet. I have been doing it in the confines of my home, so I ain't been hollering at nobody. Don't be trying to come from my throat now. The Lord is really coming from my throat. This ain't even the enemy. This is all about me. He's been working on my tone. He's been working on how I articulate myself and how I present myself. And sometimes I just be wanting to go off, like, with my mouth. And he's like, as a punishment, girl, you got to lose this voice. And so... I still need to, I still need to produce the podcast and I've been nursing on some tea, some hot tea this morning and just trying to get my voice and my vocal cords together. So please excuse the voice. Okay. Now with that out the way, today's episode is titled knowing the tools and weapons God gives you for your protection. Why this topic? Well, we will really be using this month of October to go deeper into intimacy And being in relationship with Christ and what that actually looks like. What are all the components that comes with that and what you get with being in a a personal relationship with God? That was a lot, guys. Okay, we'll be going in deeper into intimacy and being in relationship with Christ, what it looks like, what the components are and what it is like with being in a personal relationship with God. And so the title of the show is Tools and Weapons God Gives You for Your Protection. And I was going back and forth between using uh, the words tools versus weapons. You know, I'm being really particular on my words. Um, And the definition of tools is a device or implement, especially one held in the hands Used to carry out a particular function. So, a device or a tool that is used to carry out a particular function. That is what a tool is. A weapon is a thing designed or used for inflicting bodily harm or physical damage. And I know y'all like, well, why would God give us weapons? Who are we trying to harm? Why are we trying to inflict physical damage onto people? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, look. I'm telling y'all, y'all don't know Old Testament God, okay? Old Testament God was a thug, for real, for real. And he ain't about to leave you in this war without any weapons. Who you think he is, anywho. uh, So, yes, you're going to need tools and weapons for your protection, okay? So, with that being said, let's get down to business. It's time to get to our keys, okay? One, two... So the keys in the key takeaway for today's show is, well, we got the three keys, of course, right? The three keys are the first one is we, we need to know that we are in a spiritual war. Okay. That is the first key. You need to understand that we are in a spiritual war and we're always in this battle. Ephesians chapter 6 verses 12 tells us exactly who is our enemy and what war we are fighting. Okay. You serve in the kingdom of light. If you serve the Lord, right? So you are fighting a spiritual battle on the behalf of God's kingdom. Now, if you're in the kingdom of darkness, then you serve the kingdom of darkness and you're in that spiritual battle we are in war baby it is war time okay okay next let's get to the second key the second key is taking a look at god's protection and understanding the protection that your father and your man will and must provide Why are we talking about our father and our man and God's protection? Like, is that all encompassing God? That still encompasses God. Get your head out of this worldly space. Last week, we talked about the different levels of relationship God wants with you, right? He wants to be your friend. He wants to be in courtship. He wants to be in relationship. But first and foremost, he is your father first. He's your heavenly father first. So we are going to be taking a look at God's protection and understanding the protection that your father and your man, AKA God as your husband will give you and must provide to you. Okay. And that was the second key. Now we're moving on to the last and final key for today's episode, which will be outlining the tangible tools and weapons. God gives us to fight this good fight with him. Okay. So we're going to be talking about the actual weapons and tools that he gives you to, uh, duke it out in the spirit if i will say Uh, okay so now let's get to the breakdown all right so the first key we had mentioned earlier was we are in a spiritual war and this spiritual war is a consistent battle right so i first want y'all to understand why are we fighting right we're fighting there's two kingdoms right now at play it's the kingdom of darkness which is the satanic kingdom demonic energy that demon time you know just anything that is dealing with death destruction destroying distracting anything of that nature like anything that goes against god anything that goes against god's word anything that goes against goodness y'all that is the kingdom of darkness And the kingdom of light is, you know, everything that God stands on. He is the light of this world. You are the light of this world. Let him be a lamp upon your feet and let him give you the directions in which you need to go. Do you hear me, baby? Okay. So we are always in a war. We are fighting for our lives. We are fighting for our souls. We are fighting for our children. We are fighting for our future. Okay. We need to understand that this This war is not against flesh and blood. What does that mean? That means we are in a spiritual war that is being played out in a physical sense. Right. So we need to understand the difference between the spiritual war versus the physical war. Um, in Revelations chapter 12. It gives us the outcomes of the spiritual battle. Just to give you a little behind the scenes, you can read it on your own. But in Revelation chapter 12, it literally describes the um the word that w- was taking place in heaven against Satan and God's armies, right? And so um Satan basically challenged the Lord and said, look, man, I think I'm more beautiful. I think I'm more powerful. I think I can do your job better than you. And he was able to rally up other angels. To fight on his behalf to show God that he was better. God was like, okay, cool. So they duped it out in the spirit. Literally, this is what's going on in heaven. They fighting, boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? Jesus was born. And I'm all of this stuff happens in Revelation chapter 12. y'all gotta go read it. It's funny. Um, Jesus is born, Mary done had the baby. Um, cry I mean, uh, the enemy, the devils, the Satan the serpent y'all he comes in different names for real for real but you know the enemy's coming to kill jesus because jesus is the going to be the messiah who brings the kingdom to heaven and he basically loses y'all he loses and once he loses the battle god says you are no longer allowed to be in heaven with us we will throw you down you and all your other army friends we throwing you down we casting you back down on this earth and so god throws down the devil and his angel friends and now they are the angels the dark angels that roams this earth now so yeah that's what happens in revelation chapter 12 it gives us the outcome of the spiritual battle which is why they say in church like the battle is already won like we already got the victory right um so yeah so now we're just playing it out on the physical earth right now we're seeing it playing out to this day right now right and so Matthew uh 6 verses 9 through 13 okay this is outlining the Lord's prayer but I want y'all to pay attention to verses 9 through 13 which says your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven so remember I mentioned that we're fighting there's two kingdoms there's the kingdom of darkness and there's the kingdom of light if we're serving in the kingdom of light, and this is the Lord's prayer that Matthew six is talking about. It says your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So it's already done in heaven. Now God is just bringing to fruition what the spiritual battle was in heaven on earth. So we duking it out right now in this very instance, y'all, you are duking it out in the spirit on this earth right now if you are serving the kingdom of light you are serving the righteous kingdom because baby (laughs) the enemy is still going down do you hear me despite what it looks like right now it seems like oh evilness is running rampant demon time is what's in things is just the culture is popping right now and everything is just leading towards the negative like god ain't really doing what he needs to do but baby don't count them out we already got the victory you need to read your book you need to read your book but yeah so Matthew 6 verses 9 through 13 says your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven this is just a snippet of the Lord's prayer go ahead and read the full thing my dad as a child he used to make us recite this thing on prayer Every single day in the car on our way to school, he would drop us off to school, be me and my two other siblings. I think it was like in middle, elementary, middle school, something. I think it was elementary because we went to school up the street, and he would be like, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us his day. Okay, y'all get the picture. Yes, he made us recite it every single day, and I'm appreciative of that. You know what I'm saying? And so, next. On the breakdown, we need to understand that Ephesians 6 is where it highlights who the real enemy is, right? And so I'm going to read it to you. I'm reading it directly from my Bible, the New Living Translation. You know, I love the New Living Translation. And Ephesians 6 reads like this A final word be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in the dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places okay so when you think that you're standing in front of someone who's irking your nerves she done said something slick underneath her mouth he done mumble something or song something that ain't Look, you ain't got beef with that physical person that you're seeing, right? You need to think in your mind as a believer in Christ that there's a spirit behind this person. That's a negative spirit. That's a demonic energy. That is something that is not of Christ inside you. Because why you irritated this early in the morning and now you irritate me. And I really want to go off on you, but I know I can't. I need to be nice to you because it ain't even you. I ain't got beef with this physical person in front of me. I got beef with the spirit that's inside of you. And what you are not about to do is uh act like you don't know whose presence you in. You better treat me good so I can treat you better. Do you hear me? Okay, let me read that again so you guys understand who the real enemy is, right? Ephesians chapter 6, starting at verse 10, reads like this, a final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Okay, y'all, this this battle is not against flesh and blood, guys. It's not against the people that you physically see in front of you. It's not against your mama that you hate so much or she gets on your nerves. You don't hate your mama, you really love her, but there's some things that she do that just irritates you. It's not against your brother or your sister who's causing issues your life right now it's not against your best friend who just had a disagreement with you it's not against your cousins it's not against people on the internet who want to be a troll and who want to you know be of influence in your life that is really of no influence you know what I'm saying it's not against these celebrities who are out here promoting certain energies and certain you know things of this nature it's against these spirits behind these people it is the spirit behind these people we are not I don't have any brief with you you are my brother you are my sister and i will treat you as such but baby that demonic energy gots to go it got it gots it it, it, it gots to go okay tell that satan back back satan Mm -mm. not over here not today moving on into the second key which is talking about God's protection right we're taking a look at God's protection and understanding the protection that your father and man must provide last week's episode we talked about the different stages of relationships that God wants to be in with you first we understand that he is our heavenly father we are a child to God right Then we need to understand that God wants to be in friendship with us. So we are now in a relationship with God. Then God wants to move it on up, enhance that intimacy with you, and now engage you in a courtship, right? And once you guys transition to the courtship, you use the courtship as a vessel or a vehicle to enter into a full marriage or relationship with Christ. He wants you to be his bride. He wants you to be his bridegroom, right? That's what the word says. If you pay attention to the text, it talks about, you know, the church being the body, being the bride to Christ. It talks about how the Israelites were a bride to Christ to God himself in the Old Testament. So we need to understand the different levels of protection that God as your father will provide God as your husband will provide and God as your friend will provide. But first let's break down the, um, definition of protection. Protections is a person or a thing that prevents someone or something from suffering harm or energy. I mean, injury, Right a person or thing that prevents someone or something from suffering, harm or injury. So your husband, your father, God himself, he as your leader, he is trying to protect you from suffering, harm or energy. Why? And who is he protecting us from? We talked about it. Ephesians six. He is protecting us from against these evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in the darkness and against evil spirits evil spirits evil spirits in the heavenly places right so what does god's protection looks like it's this acronym that i got from um one of my um What would I call her? She is my mentor and she breaks it down. She calls it the SOS. So y'all know the SOS sign that's red. If you got the iPhone, it's a red emoji. You can literally click it. It says SOS. SOS stands for, well, well, in today's world, SOS looks like it's an international code signaling of extreme distress used especially by ships at sea. Okay, so that's what the SOS signs means in today's time. But the way that she used it as an analogy or an acronym, I guess is what you would say. She used it, SOS stands for System, Order, and Structure. So what does God's protection look like for you? System, Order, and Structure, SOS, right? What is system? System is an organized framework or method that is used that uses a set of principles or procedures that is a system right An order is having authority by giving and giving directions giving commands or the commandments y'all know the 10 commandments now by giving directions giving commands or instructions right and then a structure is, which is the last part of the SOS, is the arrangement slash plan of execution. Basically, how will this thing get done? It's going to show you, it's going to give you an outline of how it's going to get done. So what does God's protection look like? It looks like system, order, and structure. What does your father's protection look like? It looks like system, order, and structure. What does your man but really your husband's protection look like system order and structure SOS is an international code signaling an extreme distress used, especially by ships at sea. If we are in a relationship with Christ and we are fighting a battle that wasn't even ours, that was something that happened in a spiritual realm. And now it is being duped out and played out in the physical realm baby you better hold on tight to god because this battle is not yours but he's going to give you tools and weapons to help aid you in the physical battle while they're still fighting in the spiritual sense right all right so with that being said let's move on to our last point (laughs) Which is, we've we've got to talk about, you know, and outline the tangible tools and weapons God gives us to fight this good fight with him, right? So some of the tangible tools and weapons given to assist in your protection and our protection, one is the armor of God, right? The armor of God, it lists out exactly what you put on, To protect yourself in the spiritual realm, right? And that's going to be in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 14 through 18. It's going to be right underneath, right underneath the outline of who the enemy really is, which is not against flesh and blood. It's not against the people you see in the physical sense, but it's against the spirit that's behind that person. Right? And so you want to know how to protect yourself in the spirit by putting on the armor of God, which will outline in detail in Ephesians chapter six, verses 14 through 18. The next tangible tool slash weapon God gives you is your prayer life right? Praying is so important. When you are praying, you're basically being a watchman over your life, over the lives of others, and over your personal and spiritual connection with God, right? One tool that I've been using to help me enhance my prayer life is reading the book, Fervent Prayer by Priscilla Shira or Shira. Sorry if I mispronounced that, but that book is so good because it gives you strategic tools an outline of how you're going to be praying in the spirit. And she's really talking about the spiritual fight that we're talking about. Right. So when you pray, I know you be praying and asking God, can you help me with this? Can you deliver me through that? Can you see me through this and all of that good stuff, which is fine, but also adding there about that coworker that's getting on your nerves or that sister that ain't listening or that cousin that's causing havoc or that uncle that's being mistreated mistreating the, people in the home or you know that brother that ain't doing right you know what i'm saying that is that is a form of spiritual battle not only do you come to god and ask him for the things that you want but you can also intercede on the behalf of others in your life and cover them in your prayer right so prayer is so important plus it builds that intimate relationship that you have with god right so we have the armor of god and now we have our prayer life the next tool and weapon that God gives you is the Holy Spirit okay John chapter 4 I mean, John chapter 14 verse 26 says this but when the father sends the advocate as my representative that is the Holy Spirit He will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I told you this right here. John chapter 14 verse 26 is telling you what the Holy Spirit is. It is an advocate sent by the father who will be his representative and it will teach you everything and will remind you of everything God says told you right so if you're reading your word and sometimes you need to call things to a remembrance or maybe there's something you're battling with like God should I do this or should I not do this the Holy Spirit will act as that quote-unquote intuition that thing that told you girl yes that's okay or girl no you knew better now you know you know what I'm saying? And sometimes you can hush up the Holy Spirit, within you, which is called maybe sometimes people call it your moral compass, right? You, you quieting it down so that you can go do whatever it is that you want to do. I've quietened the Holy Spirit in me sometimes going out when the Lord told me to go home, staying out later when I knew I had a curfew and I should have been in a certain time, going and engaging in activities that I knew I shouldn't have been doing, but I did it anyways because I quietened the Holy Spirit within me telling me, no, baby girl, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't go. Don't say that. Don't. Yeah. It tells you the same thing. You call it your intuition. Ooh, something told me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. No, baby, just call it what it is. It's the Holy Spirit. So yes, that is the third tool slash weapon God gives you is the Holy Spirit, which is the advocate that leads you into all truth, right? And the final but most important to me, right? The most important thing that you're gonna need in order to fight this good fight is the word of God. You have to read your book. Just listening to this podcast is good and fruitful and all of those things. But at the end of the day, can't nothing feed you better than reading the word of God, reading your Bible, whatever version that you are able to understand. Baby, there are so many. Right. Right but reading it, starting book clubs or starting Bible studies or getting with a friend or turning on the Bible app and listening to it read to you at night. Like I go to sleep every night listening to Deuteronomy in my Bible app, right? I may be asleep, but my conscious is still going. And so as I'm asleep, I'm being fed at night. Though I still read my Bible during the day, I still feed my spirit while I'm unconscious, but my conscious is still conscious. Do you hear me? Reading the word of God is so, so important. And guys, the only way that you can maintain these tangible tools and weapons given to assist you in this this fight and given to assist you in your protection, you have to have a personal relationship with God. You have to. You have to at least want to be in a friendship with him so he can give you the tools. You want to get into the courtship so he can show you how to use the tools. And you want to get into the marriage with him. You want to be in a full relationship with him so y'all can use the tools together. Okay? All right, y'all. That was awesome. Oh, my gosh. We made it through. My voice sounds trash, but I still love you for listening all the way through there you have it folks another powerful message given to me by god always remember he works on me to get through to you with every episode y'all if you enjoy this be a dear and support my show by following me on ig at the dip podcast that is spelled disciples D-I-S-C-I-P l e s in progress that's what you're gonna look for on ig or you can just type in the dip podcast and i'll pop right up and don't forget to leave a review bye